Hello, welcome to HODL Daily. I am your host, JC Hyatt, and today we are going to discuss what a ledger is. Um, this is uh, something that you're probably going to already be familiar with, especially if you've been uh, you know, banking since before online banking was a thing. Um, and it's something that is very important to cover because it's going to serve as context um, or it's going to give you some context to serve as a precursor to discussing blockchain. Um, so if you have a bank account, you have a ledger. And I mean, if you have been banking since before online banking was a thing, then you probably um, used to carry around a checkbook or something like that, or maybe you still do. Um, I, I don't a lot. I don't think uh, many people do anymore now that we have online banking. But maybe you do still carry around the checkbook and you kind of record all of your transactions in that checkbook. Um, this was, a, you know, obviously. Um, much more necessary before uh, debit cards and, and online banking and everything. But anyway, um, the way uh, I've actually never done it, but I've watched my grandmother do it. Um, the, you know, she'll write a check and then she'll record it in her checkbook of you know the check number and uh, who it was made out to and for how much and um, and what her new balance is and in, in, uh, in her bank account at least according to her. And so. Um, this is uh, something that's kind of foreign to me because I haven't done it, but uh, it's the same thing that uh, even if you log into your online banking system, you'll see a list of your transactions and typically they're going to say, you know, who you paid, uh, what day it was, um, the amount of the transaction and whether it was a credit or a debit and what your new balance is or was after that transaction posted. Um, and so that is essentially a ledger and it is what... Uh, your bank uses as a way to keep a record of everything about you um, uh, and or everything about your account um, or all their customers accounts um, you know and and like I said it has things like uh, who you've been paying who's paid you and what your current balance is so um, this is useful for the bank in order to uh, ensure everyone has the correct balance in their account at any given time um, it's also used in case your past transaction history needs to be accessed for things like uh, uh, a transaction dispute. So maybe uh, there was a, a charge that you, um, you're you saying you did not authorize and it took place anyway. Or um, or maybe there's a warrant from law enforcement or something and uh, you know your past transaction history needs to be accessed. And so um, it's kept on record there in the ledger and the bank can uh, then, you know, go back and if it's a, you know, you have a transaction uh, transaction dispute they can um, go back and and check out the ledger and just kind of see like did, did uh, someone else's charge accidentally get put on your account or is it fraud or whatever or you know they can issue uh, data um, to law enforcement if, if there's a warrant or something like that so um, at the most basic level all the transactions in your ledger your accounts ledger uh, have a format something like this so there's going to be a date and a time of the transaction the amount and the uh, payee, so um, or the credit amount if you made a deposit. And so, um, let's. This might be a little difficult over podcast, but uh, just kind of uh, try to track with me for a second. So, um, let's say there are three transactions in a pretend ledger, um, and so say it's the thirtieth uh, of November, and uh, the starting balance on the thirtieth of November. Uh, for this account um, is um, $12,575.25 or, or whatever it w you want it to be. But um, the point is it has a starting balance for the day. Now, 
um, let's say there's a uh, now there's uh, the first transaction for uh, for today is uh, $15.75 to uh, Pizza Shack and it brings the new balance for the account down to $12,559.50. Now let's say I also just got paid today Um, and so that transaction credits my account $500. Um, So now I have a new balance of you know 13,000 and something. Um, and then there's another, uh, transaction. I just couldn't get enough pizza that day. So I went and I spent $83 at pizza Palooza. And now my new balance is back down in the 12,900 range. Um, and so say that's my kind of, uh, at least to this point in time, you know, around 3:45 PM. Um, that is my transaction history for today. Now, my friend, uh, say my friend Thad, who works as an aid worker in a refugee camp overseas, is raging money. Uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> raging, raising money for his next trip. So he's like, "Hey, JC, will you donate some money for my next trip?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, definitely coming your way." Uh, so I call my bank or hop online. Um, I'm trying to leave computers out of it for the sake of simplicity here. Um, so for the yeah, for the sake of simplicity, I call my bank um, and I tell my banker I want to transfer funds to Thad's account. So what this will do, uh, at least in the most simple terms, is create a new transaction entry in my ledger like so. It's going to say, okay, um, date is 11-30-2017, amount $5,000, payee is Thaddeus Daniels, and then my new balance is, you know, $7,900 and something dollars. Um, Great. Now, my bank guy entered uh, that transaction into, into my account's ledger and initiated a transfer to Thad's bank. Uh, depending on where Thad banks, it uh, then may go through other banks before finally reaching Thad's bank and being added as a deposit to his account's ledger. Um, seems easy enough, but here's the issue. When I sent money to Thad, or when I made a transaction of any kind for that matter, um, I had to rely on my bank uh, as well as Stad's Bank and any other banks in between to act accurately, ethically, safely, and timely. All of these are important because what if my bank, uh, for instance, entered uh, $6,000 instead of $5,000? Um, what if I needed that extra $1,000 for some bills coming through that same day? Uh, what if $4,000 was entered instead of $5,000? Uh, then I'd have to Uh, waste time initiating another transfer, uh, which could take another few days to process. Um, What if 5,000 was entered, but only 4,000 was sent to Thad and 1,000 was sent to uh, my bank guy's account because he's a dirtbag? He's probably not, but this is just hypothetical. Um, What if Thad's bank is hacked and his ledger is changed to show that only $500 came in? Uh, What if both banks are destroyed by a nuke? (laughs) Um, What if Thad had procrastinated with his fundraising and really needed that money today, but the bank transfer was going to take three to five days. This is not out of Thad's character. Um, uh, he's a great friend of mine, but just like me, he's a procrastinator. So um, all of these are obviously hypotheticals, but none of them uh, are beyond the realm of possibility. Organizations uh, make, can make mistakes. Organizations can be corrupted. Uh, organizations can be destroyed. And so can humans, just individuals, but... Um, Typically, it has much, much uh, more uh, drastic effects. Um, the effects are, are much more widespread when it's on an organizational level versus an individual. Um, but what if we could take the ledger 
out of the organization. So it's not the ledger that's the bad idea. Like the the ledger is good. We need a record, a record of transactions. We need to make sure that um, that you know transactions ap- actually happened and that the uh, amounts and dates and and who it went to and all that is all accurate and not tampered with and. Um, you know, that's, that's good. But what if we could remove the organization, the, the piece where, um, when, uh, when it crumbles due to corruption or a mistake or destruction or whatever, um, it takes the ledger with it. (laughs) Um, or, you know, and and it affects us, uh, affects whoever was counting on that ledger, um, for, to, you know, to basically say how much money they have. Um, so, what if we could take that ledger and distribute it, pu- uh, distribute it publicly across thousands of individuals and ensure it stays safe, accurate, and untamperable? This is blockchain. This is, um, this is where we enter blockchain. So this um, blockchain came about by saying, okay, let's take this ledger and let's take it from a central uh, organization let's decentralize it across thousands of individuals anyone anywhere can keep a copy of this ledger and uh, can vouch for its accuracy and we can all uh, for every transaction agree that yes this is these these transactions are legit the data is is correct um, and we can all you know we can do this in a way that stays uh, safe and um, is pretty much untamperable. So this is blockchain. Um, I don't, uh, I don't think I'm going to cover blockchain today, but, um, this is definitely setting the stage for it. So once you have kind of wrapped your head around this, around what a ledger is, and then the, the idea of taking the ledger and removing it, um, and decentralizing it away from an organization, um, then we, you know, you're going to have a great context for understanding what blockchain actually is. Um, that's it for today. Um, so next time I am going to start, uh, actually diving into what blockchain is. And so, um, I think that episode will most likely release on Monday. Uh, so check back then and, uh, have a great weekend. And if you have any questions, uh, tweet me at hodl daily, um, or you can, uh, hop on the website and, uh, this act, this act actually will be, um, this particular episode will have an article on the website. So uh, that's hodldaily.com. So feel free to hop on there, read it, and uh, read it a few times if you want to, and uh, leave a comment if you have any questions. Um, Thanks, and I will talk to you all soon.